listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Damn, Fife, you got fat. Yeah, I know it looks pathetic. Ali Shahi Muhammad got me doing calisthenics. Needless to say, boy, I'm bad to the bone, making love to my mic like Jerome on the phone. But, uh, no time to talk. The seals to be paid. Toes to be laid. Punks to be sprayed. Chumps to attack. So my man, watch your back. Cause 93 means skills are a must, so never lack. Sit back and learn. Come now, watch the birdie. This aisle is incomplete, same as Vinny Testaverde. Battling? whatever hot damn give me the microphone boy one time bam hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're in the house on a tuesday mm-hmm. yes sir and uh we're just ready to do some podcasting guys of course if you want to find this show just go to the blackouttips.com you can do all kinds of stuff you can become a premium member by going to the blackouttips.com slash premium um people been asking me all week what are your thoughts on get out uh did you go see uh did you guys go see um i'm not your negro um yeah we did and we did give our thoughts um uh, but you got to pay to hear them behind the paywall um <laughs> yeah, i still haven't seen get out yet though. yeah i review get out with uh marissa janae who mm-hmm. you guys should know from safety pan box um uh we reviewed that together and then karen me and randolph uh, terrence from three guys on we reviewed i'm not your negro mm-hmm. um very fun times very informative conversations it was um pick them pick the bones clean off of those uh talks so hopefully you guys that are curious about that the blackouttips.com slash premium um of course um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt okay all right go ahead and go getbevel.com dot wait getbevel.com slash tbgwt i think that's what it's supposed to be yeah getbevel.com slash tbgwt man make sure you guys go there it helps us out whenever you guys do that mm-hmm. um so let's get it done guys all right um all right let's see um uh, what all we want to talk about um because there was a lot of news going on today okay um matter of fact first let me talk about some random thoughts okay guys okay some things i've been thinking about I think it should we need to have a law passed or a bill or something proposed uh where no black person specifically but no person in general should have to be subjected to secondhand fox news it's a serious <laughs> it's a very serious epidemic going around this country and we've all experienced it you go to get your car worked on you go to your dentist's office or your doctor's office you know you just sometimes you just go to get something to eat and lo and behold these motherfuckers got fox news playing on some tv randomly right throughout a restaurant now i don't give a fuck about the news in general like i would understand if you didn't if you wanted to put it on you know the weather channel or uh you know even your local news possibly or uh msnbc or cnn but fox news is specifically a toxic concoction that affects the health of very many people in america through secondhand anger right. uh secondhand eye rolls i thought my eyes were never coming back in my head the other day right. it's, it's blinds you through your eyes being so far back in your head it's like i can't drive how i'm gonna get home 
i can't even use my phone to get an uber because my eyes won't come down from the back of my fucking head as i watch this bullshit it's an epidemic and it's definitely killing black people across this country through raising our blood pressure and our stress levels so we got to do something to stop secondhand fox news it's too much if you're a white person and you keep it on in your house you must not have black friends but if you do don't subject them to this bullshit it's worse than smoking i'd rather you smoke a cigarette come on into i'd rather you smoke a cigarette hold hold it in open my mouth and kiss me and push the, the smoke into my lungs <laughs> then leave fox news on while i'm in your vicinity that's how bad it is it's got to stop y'all okay and some of y'all had to deal with this shit at your offices you know your break room it's just it's a shame fox news should be banned from general public consumption the only it people should be. yeah the only people that should watch that shit it's like alcohol you can get drunk but you can't drive drunk and you can't sit up there and make me drink with you okay yeah, it should be everything in here should be fucking neutral neutral yeah it's ridiculous i can't believe that's a thing in this country but it's this mm-hmm. and it's about goddamn time somebody brought it up and it's even worse when there's only one fucking tv in the whole place mm-hmm that's why I bring my headphones or, or something else. If I know I'm be someone for extensive periods of time. But even seeing it. Right, that, yeah, even seeing it. Yeah, I've it, had it, my headphones on and been in a lobby of like somewhere waiting to get my car fixed. And just seeing the fucking, I don't even have to hear it. Just seeing the shit. And reading the headlines. Infuriates um, me. Like it's just, because it's so ridiculous. Right. It's not really news. They put question oh, marks after uh, everything. Did Obama tap Trump's wives? you know shit like that just just ridiculous things that help you know half the reason this country is so insane at this point is that so many people have been absorbing that shit as as if it's actual news and now when you talk to them they sound like fucking conspiracy crackpots to us but to every you know but there's enough of them to be like well no we're not crazy y'all crazy you know it shouldn't be so all i'm saying is i can't stop you from watching it just like i can't stop you from watching porn but i can say you don't need to be watching porn at mcdonald's you know right if i walk into mcdonald's and mcdonald's has fucking porn on the screen i'm gonna be like hey guys come on there's kids in here everybody doesn't didn't agree to this type of porn whatever you have on screen i mean can't we can't you watch that on the on your laptop or your phone like does it have to be in my fucking face all the time ah! that that's essentially my point just we need it's a serious epidemic and the shit needs to stop every person has complained about this at some point because we all like what the fuck just no we gotta yeah, find it, some new it almost it almost ruins the wherever you at it ruins your experience yeah it does it's the worst I, that's places i don't go back to right i'm like course. oh fox news oh okay well mm-hmm. this is the last time in lenny's you know like I, there's been plenty of times like i make a note and i'm just like eh, i won't be eating in here no more um and that probably i mean i feel like fox news is essentially the confederate flag of tv like yeah i'm not saying you're racist if you got it up but i ain't gonna wait around to find out i sure ain't gonna wait around in the room you ain't gotta put a hood on for me to know right you ain't gotta burn across in my face for me to be like i probably shouldn't even be up in with y'all come on you ain't gotta put on the hat or wave a flag uh you know how people said they elected uh elect a republican elect trump so that he can run the country like a business nah, people don't understand how businesses are run we gotta run it like a business karen Mm-mm, the government businesses don't give a fuck about people businesses are all about profit businesses slash cut they lay off which is shit that people don't want to talk about well these are my random thoughts not yours trying to take my random thoughts oh i'm sorry Mm -hmm. but i mean people people say that dumb shit you don't know how business ran 
was obviously set up for a joke um my mm, bad too late now <laughs> go ahead let's talk about how the government can't be a business for a couple more hours no go ahead go ahead go ahead i'm sorry all right well you know how people say they elected trump to run the government like a business mm-hmm. then why are they so mad at businesses that stop selling ivanka shit hey 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 they just running their shit like a business right free, free market why they can't be businesses too why they gotta be part of the government entity to sell this woman's clothes like why they gotta sell her jewelry why can't they say uh the shit wasn't moving it's got a bad reputation attached to it got a bad stigma attached to it our customers don't want to don't want to buy it anymore they don't want to shop in stores that have it we need to for for the sake of our business macy's or nordstrom's or whatever we need to get rid of her shit but suddenly suddenly they want a business to be run like the government gotta look out for everybody fuck out of here man hypocrites is what i call them to say karen that's what i'm trying to say uh you think when two people with dreadlocks have sex their hair links up like the hair in avatar yes that's how i imagine it and uh aaron Rand freeman confirmed it for me so i believe him <laughs> he's never steered me wrong ever no he hasn't uh so this is a new thing that's happening now every comic book movie that comes out whenever they fight a bad guy they always say this this bad guy is like trump this is anti-trump propaganda this is against the government this like it was just happening for every movie it was star wars this is anti-propaganda for the government you guys are it's like they didn't even know trump was gonna be elected when he started thinking of these movies months ago years Years ago. ago like there was no way to know that we would literally make every scene in the star wars prequel become reality like all the government c-span i mean mean, yeah last time i heard it was in the galaxy far 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 away but apparently it's in the galaxy really close right like you know it's extremely scary but it's real right? right but maybe instead of blaming the movies for being political we shouldn't have turned our politics into fucking comic books like our our fucking government has turned into the evil like all the bull all the evil mcguffins in the world all the e-corps and all the fucking empires and shit we've turned into every fucking captain america villain and then we go these movies need to stop being political what happens when we tread into react when reality becomes two comic book what about that right right you know what god damn it i wish it was a captain america uh, somebody knock this motherfucker out come on uh upon because the way the world going shit it would make more fucking sense mm-hmm. i'm sorry it would upon reflection i don't think nate dog had respect for that lady before she opened up a gap i was thinking mm-hmm. about it Mm-mm. and yeah. uh from his other lyrics i'm gonna assume nate dog actually never had respect for that lady Mm-mm. and it really didn't matter if she would have opened up her gap or how wide or any of that ah! no, i don't think it would have mattered either. yeah I, I think i think the jury i think the jury's in on that i mean uh, i took my wedding ring off yesterday to play basketball and i forgot to put it back on last night i didn't i didn't wear it all night long i forgot to go to the car and put it back on <laughs> so does that make me a hoe oh lord no, i don't know it's interesting to think about all i'm saying Am I thought in these streets now? I don't know. I've lost mine before, so I don't know. For the know. ground. Well, we found it. Mm-hmm. 
i had to drive all the way back to that <laughs> bookstore one time and find it in the in the parking lot um because you mm-hmm. took it off to put on lotion i quit doing that shit not fuck it my everything gonna be lotioned up because i've lost my ring twice for putting on lotion fuck it my ring is gonna be cocoa buttered up mm-hmm. i refuse to take it off for some lotion well i was in the creep squad for a night i wasted not for it a night. i wasted it though i just stuck you around the house opportunity. i didn't go out to the club i didn't start disrespecting karen i'm totally horrible at those you, sort of you, things. You ain't find you a crew that won't be your best friend like 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 uh Be my best friend like I won't be your bro. Right. I had a chance to to shoot for the for the bottom and I totally messed up. Could have been hanging out with uh with uh Cisco and Rich and all them and, <laughs> and uh I let yeah. it slide I let the opportunity be slide. Best friend the way I wanna be yours, bro. I'm sorry, Rich. Yep. Ah, that's that's your fault. You blew the opportunity. I wouldn't know. Yep, yep. That's my bad. Uh, all right, let's. That's all my random thoughts. <laughs> I don't have any more. Um, at least I don't think I have any more. Did I have any more? I don't know. Check. You probably got a list somewhere on that computer. Hmm, let me just double check. Hold on. I think that was all of them. I must say, you always have thoughts. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. I did have one more. So the NFL draft is coming up. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give you guys my mock draft preview. Okay. Oh, you call that a draft? Well, that's more like a breeze, you little weak-ass, punk-ass draft. The NBA? Now, that's a draft, motherfuckers. How about that? Okay, they gonna make some real money, you broke-ass bitches. Ha! That's my mock NFL draft. So, look forward to uh, more of the preview. I'll be dropping those later. Uh, All right. Uh, I mean, I was, I was mocking the NFL draft, Karen. Oh, like, just, okay, like the internet do. Yeah, I, just, do. I mean that's that's how you mock them. I mean, well, you thought I was gonna make a list? No, right. I was looking for a list. Amateur hour, Karen. You don't know nothing about this. Let's no. get into our sections. They are professional this 
well probably horrible tragic news but let's get into it anyway um how defunding planned parenthood could wipe out transgender health care other things that uh other goals that that just fit right on in with uh the quote-unquote um religious um, voter base like in addition to getting rid of uh anti-choice uh i mean to basically it, it getting rid of the women's choice to be able to have an abortion and terminate pregnancy uh they also would absolutely love the additional uh <laughs> quote-unquote like bonus. bonus yeah they would love that um but apparently unbeknownst to many uh planned parenthood is one of the largest sources in the u.s of transgender health care the embattled provider offers hormone replacement therapy which helps a person's body appear more masculine or feminine at dozens of its locations and the growing share of its staff are trained to perform routine sexual health exams for trans patients they are often of the most important providers of trans health care in the country said harper jean tobin the director of policy for the national center of transgender equality adding that their clinics are some of the few transgender healthcare providers located outside of major cities. Many of their clinics are the only places for miles around that trans people can go for hormone therapy, HIV tests, and pap smears and not face discrimination. Right. With Congress on the brink of attempting to defund Planned Parenthood because of its role as an abortion provider, those services could easily be taught in the crossfire could be caught in the crossfire each year planned parenthood is reimbursed hundreds of millions of dollars for family planning services it provides at little to no cost to low-income americans if congress were to freeze planned parenthood out of those funding streams it could force an unknown number of health centers to close health providers have long warned that this would have a detrimental impact on women's health but toba said the cuts could be particularly disastrous for trans people right yeah there's still doctors and stuff that literally refuse like they're like oh no 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 i won't treat someone who's trans period like it's against my religion quote unquote or whatever you know but you know they'll provide viagra they'll provide birth control and all and other shit but you know it's just another way to ostracize trans people because essentially the end result of most people's transphobia is we don't want y'all to exist period don't don't it just don't don't be you basically um so yeah it's um uh let's see the state of transgender healthcare in the u.s is already a fragile one in one survey or after another large numbers of transgender people report difficulty accessing both basic and specialized services because of biased providers in the distance uh to the nearest provider with adequate knowledge of trans health issues only about two-thirds of trans people who want hormone replacement therapy a common treatment during gender transition have actually received it according to a major survey of transgender adults taken in 2015 and 23% have avoided getting essential care out of fear of harassment 33% have had negative experiences with a healthcare provider like needing to teach their doctor the fundamentals of transgender healthcare and 29% reported having to travel at least 25 miles for transition related care the result is that thousands go without care every year so yeah close the parent plan planned parenthood would be another blow um and and i'm sure that's why republicans are all the more for that mm-hmm. um you live in trump country now a drunk trump reporter arrested for attacking a gay couple hmm. yeah but y'all wonder why i was so angry and i thought 
trump wasn't homophobic i mean why would he embolden homophobes if he's so i mean if caitlin jenner is right and we should just be understanding i mean why are people in this guy's name attacking uh gay people like why would you do that i mean i, I appreciate his passion of course i mean can't, everybody's not evil not everybody's a bad person so i appreciate his passion and his hate crimes but um i've got to say i don't agree don't that sound silly anyway fuck this dude um a trump supporter from north carolina has been arrested after he allegedly harassed and attacked a gay couple late last month um that's another thing man that most straight people can't really even imagine but Mm -mm. just pda holding hands walking close together just being yourself makes you a target in some random stranger's eyes that, that he can attack you um i mean i I know that people feel like oh i can relate because you know if you're black you might feel like but i i can relate on some like i'm black and someone decided to target me for no reason but i can't relate on like i'm black and i'm holding hands with karen and that's why they decided to do something to me right you know like that's a different it's a different different kind of an attack yes it is you know i'm sure interracial couples probably feel some level of like Mm -hmm. that uh but i'm sure more so in the past as opposed to now but right i'm sure there's still like a heightened awareness of your surroundings and nervousness and shit but i can't imagine that as a a, a lgbt person because it's just you know you're just literally trying to be yourself and i and i think especially when it comes to love a lot of us let our defenses down that's your oasis that's your your person that's your your, escape place yeah like you Mm -hmm. want that to be that place where you don't where your concerns come first and their concerns come first and instead you're walking around like i, I, I can just go i guess can't be too close together i guess can't hold hands who's that over there what's that what's that dude doing in that pickup truck is he turning around like that right, kind of shit right i i have felt heightened awareness uh with the child it wasn't even mine because she appeared to be white right yeah i can't imagine i really can't imagine um so yeah uh law enforcement officials arrested 30 year old north carolina resident brandon ray davis guess the race white um on thursday for verbally harassing a gay couple and knocking one of them to the ground with his motor scooter in florida this past february according to police couple kevin seymour and kevin price were riding bicycles in key west when an intoxicated davis drove rode up behind them on this motor scooter scooter and started insulting them among other things davis started yelling anti-gay slurs at the couple and informed her that they they live in trump country now the two men threatened to call the police on davis who yells back that he would cut you up uh, he would cut you up if you did so at one point the scooter hit the back of seymour's bicycle throwing him to the ground the couple went to a nearby scooter riddle agency where they were successfully able to identify and track down davis as their assailant well, they're lucky they were able to do that he was arrested right. by the police with charge with on charges of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon with evidence evidence of prejudice so i don't know if that counts as a hate crime or how that's counted in our state but yeah that should be i mean by what i say i don't i know it's a hate crime what i mean is i don't know what if evidence of prejudice is supposed to be language in our in our state as hate crime i don't know right um but that that should be a hate crime i mean you Mm -hmm. clearly did it because you 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 thought those guys were gay you know right uh donald trump's think tank admits religious freedom means anti-lgbt discrimination that was kind of them to just come right out and say what we all knew uh the heritage foundation won't accept any lgbt protections no matter the religious exemptions 
uh the heritage foundation has been called a driving force behind uh trump white house due to his many close ties to the administration this week heritage issued a new report drawing a strict line in opposition to any kind of non-discrimination protection for lgbt people citing religious freedom as such a vital right that any lgbt law would be a burden regardless of whether it offered even the broadest of religious exemptions so here two things about this one you're saying you can't protect uh lgbt people from discrimination or else that violates my religion so like if you pass a law that you can't just fire a person for being gay well somehow you violated my religion that's number one that's completely fucked up right um the second thing is the law that they could pass which is we're going to protect people from discrimination with exception to religious exemptions so which means like uh heritage foundation churches uh schools that uh private schools that are based off religion they will be able to continue to fire people that are lgbt because they could just file an exemption which is hey this is our this has to do with our religion we don't want this person working here you know um and it's not about discrimination it's about our religion right they won't even accept that now i don't think either one of those things are acceptable point being it, they are so gung-ho about we need to ostracize and discriminate against lgbt people that they're like we don't even give a fuck if you were to allow us via a loophole for religious stuff that's not good enough we just want it completely off the books we should be able to discriminate against people mm. that is the scariest shit ever right. and, then, and when and when people do this <clears throat> that comes 100 percent from a place of privilege because if you were the target, that's the thing when you, particularly white people are never a target of these fucking hate crimes. They're never a target of these hate crimes. If they were ever a target of these goddamn hate crimes, race crimes, <laughs> sexuality crimes, it would change. Mm-hmm. But because they never target, they don't give a fuck. They have no empathy and sympathy for people. They don't look at other people as goddamn human beings. Yep. Um, it's, yeah i remember a long time ago i went to their water park heritage usa has those those are the same people like they have water parks and i remember going to one i I mean i was a kid i didn't know any of that shit but i just remember they had like a bunch of christian music playing over the intercom and i was just like this is extremely religious for a fucking water park like it's like going to carowinds and all they play is hymns like at some point Ah! i'm like yo this is kind of this ain't creepy to everybody but yeah i just remember going there and 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 just thinking like yeah this is not my speed at all and i was just a kid you know but but here's what i'm saying though that that place employs people they would like to be able to discriminate against lgbt people um going into going into the water park i bet they love to discriminate against customers like nope can't come in here you know, gay? Uh, uh-uh. uh. No, no. You, you look, 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 look too gay. Look too gay. Come in the door like that. Um. So you got and, that shit. And the thing that's fucked up about that, there, there are men and women who quote unquote don't fit the stereotype, but they're straight. Mm-hmm. There might have be some men who quote unquote look feminine, might have a high pitched voice, might do things that people quote unquote claim more more womanly features but they're straight as a board. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and for, for women, some of the same things, like I'm 100% woman and I'm not gay. 
I just might have certain features, quote unquote, that might make me appear a certain way to people. And so all of a sudden I get discriminated against because you just assume this mm-hmm. and it might not even be true. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that, that, that's there. That's one of the main people behind trump's campaign right but but then when people go i'm not gonna support you i'm not gonna give you my money all of a sudden this fucking problem you can't have it both ways you can't do this shit and then still want people to support you i just don't think the government should be taking away protections for people right i just don't understand how anyone in this country thinks that that's good governing those people like the people we're talking about are american citizens like i don't i didn't how does it harm your religion to say i won't fire you for being gay i don't give a fuck what your religion is we're talking about a job at this point we're not talking about your church i'm not trying to attend your church you know i'm not trying to i'm not i'm not trying to go to whatever fucking service you have on sunday i'm just trying to go to work 40 hours a week or whatever and you're trying to strip people from their right to work it's Mm -hmm. this country has especially white people but this country really has such an attachment to work like sometimes it's ridiculous people's jobs define them right and the ability to have a job is considered to be a um protected right to many people it's not Mm-mm. but it's considered that by by which i mean white people got to hide their bigotry this year behind the idea that white people didn't have enough jobs Even like dumb. the whole country got to say like you can't say white people voted for a racist homophobic bigot you can't say that what you can say is the white working class needs to get more jobs so that we can won't have to deal with people like trump that's what you can say even though we know that that's not really the truth right because but, you have the lowest percentage of unemployed uh, uh, compared to any of the group what are we talking about here but the right to work is is considered such an innate right is what i'm saying especially when you're a white person the also so then the opposite must also be true the biggest way to injure somebody in those type of people's minds is to take away their right to work you know what i mean like i despise you i don't want you to be able to earn a living i don't want you to be able to feel secure in your job i don't want you to feel entitled to your job politician after politician has to find some way to appease out of work out under skilled white people in the middle of this country every single election cycle they had to go there and they had to lie and they had to say coal is coming back and factory jobs are coming back and prices get fucking educated right they have to say a bunch of shit right that the mexicans took your job everybody took your job everything to make you feel better and stroke your ego versus here's the program a lot of times they offer this shit for free and they're like nah fuck it and you're like okay well they have to do that because that's how entitled white people feel to jobs that's how entitled voters feel to jobs that's how well this to me is like such an attack on somebody's humanity to come at their ability to have a job you're essentially saying you should not have a job unless you stop being lgbt that's it like I, oh, we found out you was gay, bro. Uh, we gotta let you go. We just gotta let you go. Like, well, I feel like that's discrimination. I'm doing my job well. I'm fitting in. I'm doing. I'm, I'm. You know, you've never had a problem with me. 
yeah we gotta fire you you gay and does well i'm gonna sue yeah you can't the government won't let you this is a valid reason to fire you it's as valid as if you didn't do the job well that, that that's what the heritage usa foundation wants on the books that's what they want on the books and they want to take it so far as to say not just for their stupid ass religious institutions such as their schools or their water parks or whatever the fuck else they do they also want to make it so that if i just am a religious dude that's a manager at lowe's i can just go lay a dude off because he's gay and the my religious exemption protects me so i can go hey it's against my religion to let this gay dude work here at lowe's i get to say that and go let's go to the supreme court and battle it out but that guy can't go or a woman can't be like uh well i'm a trans person and this person is discriminating against me yeah well your rights aren't protected his is because he's christian something nobody's born something that is a choice hello something that's a lifestyle choice right but we're gonna treat it like like it's a fucking inalienable right that everybody is entitled to it's right it's such backwards thinking it's 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 extremely scary that people can think that way and and still navigate this country right and because i always look at things from the spectrum of race you target one group my black ass is on the list next all of a sudden you start that you start creeping well we can fire people over race well you know like things that people have been the foundation uh of the country not always but for a while like like that's why my mind always go to the extreme that's why i fight against giving you a little bit because i give you a little bit all of a sudden well, I you think, want to take everything i mean i think it is all connected but i'm to be honest that's not even i just think it's wrong right before we even get to it could be me one day it's just wrong it's even if i felt the security of it never being me like they like even in this state we saw what happened when they rolled through the transgender bill and they rolled back the ability basically you could discriminate and fire people at jobs they put the stuff for race back into the law so like okay look, look, look you can't fire people for being black but you can still fire them for being lgbt right i'm saying it while it is connected i didn't go Phew. well all right if they can't fire me that's all that matters like that so i'm not even saying it's just about the fact that it could one day be us it's just the fact that it i mean especially since they're black lgbt people already it's already us and if it's any of us then it's all of us so right. people have to get their shit together and, and speak out about it and vote against it man like you know these motherfuckers are full court pressing right now yes they are you know um you know as much as i love danica man that's why i can't go with the i respect their passion or there's nothing bad you know there's something good in everybody i can't do it because that's how you allow the evil that people do to fester because you don't want to fight against their shit because you want to be see something good in them but that's why i can't have there's no quarter to some of this shit it has to be driven out because if not you can't have progress you can't have partial progress you can't have difference of opinion on on people's rights and shit you just can't um and that's why on some things i just kind of stand my ground and i'm like no like you know yeah. i understand people compromise and things like that but it's certain things i'm just like no I, I do not care i will not uh back down i will not fold because it's one of the things where 
I've always looked at a lot of things when it comes to LGBTQ, regardless of if I'm in this group or not. A, I know there are black people in this group and there are people of all races, creeds, religions in this particular group and all of them are not Christian. You're affecting these people. And it's one of the things too, <coughs> the same tactics. And we said it before, this, these same tactics are the same tactics you use against black people. I'm not crazy and I'm not dumb. So I will fight for their rights just as hard as, I, like it's me. Yeah, that, I mean... Like I said, I completely understand your point. I was just making a separate point. Even if I felt that it would never be us. Because I do think all that bigotry shit is connected. Right. Um, and a lot of people that talk that shit that are like in other marginalized groups, they come for your ass eventually. Come on. You know. Um, but even if I felt that they never were, um, still not right. You right. Know? Still got to say something. Um, a California bill would allow trans inmates to legally change their name and gender. That's some good news shout out to california man they always always holding it down out there while the rest of the country just burns to smithereens california out there like you know what we need to work on some things ourselves right. Calif- yeah california is like i don't know what the rest of y'all doing right a new bill introduced in california would make it easier for transgender inmates in the state to legally change their name and gender uh so apparently um the bill was introduced by state senator tony atkins the democrat says that her bill would allow state prison inmates to apply for legal changes without having to seek approval from prison officials atkins bill would apply to those incarcerated in county jails the bill would effectively equalize the right of those incarcerated to change their name to gender to or or gender legally as those outside of prison uh the senator argues that the new law will help trans inmates chances of full rehabilitation a transgender prisoner in california earlier this year underwent gender reassignment surgery paid for by the state this week a first case of its kind in america uh shiloh queen uh quine maybe uh was promised that the state would pay for the procedure in 2015 after the settlement was made which stated that the u.s must offer treatment under its terms the state agreed to allow inmates who are transgender to have gender dysphoria or have gender dysphoria access to clothing toiletries and other items consistent with their gender identities for those like shiloh whose doctors whose doctors agree that surgery surgery is medically appropriate the state will pay for the procedure the cost is not specified uh kriya hayashi the executive director for the transgender law center said that the surgery set precedent for others seeking surgery good uh all that sounds like good news sounds like they can't do it to the federal prisons in california though because obviously you know if they could they would uh trans woman jojo striker was shot and killed in toledo uh and of course initially misgendered in uh media reports these all start to sound the same after a while but it's this, uh-huh. trust me this is different from yesterday um <laughs> the other one was in louisiana right yeah yep 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 this is toledo um, ohio i'm assuming yeah okay yeah yeah uh police found the body of jojo striker 23 in an empty garage in toledo ohio on february 8th uh wtol reported striker died of a single gunshot wound to her torso police do not currently have a suspect or motive for her death um so this shit probably going on south because police probably don't really give a fuck and Mm um yep um they believe the killing was a hate crime uh her, her family um the police told us leave it alone but that would never happen because i will always search for my son's killer 
uh shonda striker the mother of jojo uh told wtol this is a hate crime and it needs to stop you know i'll say this um it's is is weird that people draw the line of i will acknowledge that my if for for the this point that this woman is trying to make this mom i'll acknowledge that my son was gay or something so this is a hate crime probably and i do want it to be prosecuted as a hate crime but i will not acknowledge that my son is actually my daughter you know what i'm like i won't acknowledge that now i don't know if this is um vindictive type of thing i don't know if she's purposely misgendering or if people just don't have a language to to really access like the proper terms and if they and if it trying to 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 navigate it with some benefit of the doubt because this is this person's loved one Mm -hmm. if they don't have the language for it that says so much about how we as a society have so far to fucking go to even discuss this shit It's, it's so many people out there and we've talked about it before and i had to get used to it when um people talk about straight people that call them cishet mm-hmm Cis, cisgender heterosexual right yeah or heteronormal normative i believe right and at first i was like what is this and why am i i had questions what is well this? everybody has and questions why am i being labeled this like i mm. like at first i didn't understand all i knew was people just getting mad up and down and up and down such man don't name me that i was like i don't even know what the name is to be offended if i'm supposed to be offended mm. <laughs> but i realized that no they they just calling me what i am right yeah I, I think um that's what privilege is privilege means you're not used to being um you're used to being the standard so why would someone name me you know right. it, it's like uh it's a male bathroom or a female bathroom it's not a it's a women's or a men's bathroom but if someone decided that okay you know what from now on um it's just uh it's just a bathroom or something there will be people that say that who people who tell trans people just go to the bathroom it don't matter i don't want i don't care that will start caring all of a sudden because now their label was taken off like it means something to be the default right it means something that uh when i look at a person in general then i know nothing about that person when i see a person in general my initial result my initial thoughts are not just what their gender is but also how they would express that to the world and who they should fall in love with or have sex with like with it's an innate thing like we don't think about it but it's like you look at a person and you're like oh yeah that she is a woman she probably has sex with men those are things that we don't uh, even think about because no. it's just a default right. you know now i'm not i'm not expecting people to be superhuman mind readers mm-hmm. and shit and i'm also not expecting the world to turn into like uh this really super progressive thing where everybody's like i only call people by their names like i I think that is pretty that would be a ridiculous point that we'll probably never get to as human beings like we will always sort of assume the majority settings of whatever right Mm -hmm. so whether it's a stereotype or not but the point the point being some of the shit is simply a lack of language yeah and a lack of learning and a lack of being like even approached by this stuff i mean as applicable in real life as people's lives are when it comes to being transgender for many 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 americans it's academic yeah yeah because they don't they don't have to to live the life and i think for me 
I, I've grown and I've learned the language and I still don't know all the language and I'm, you know. Well, language evolves. Nobody could ever learn all the language. Right. And it's one of those things. And I remember the first time I went to like a unisex bathroom, I literally looked at that sign like, what the hell is this? And I know that might sound ignorant, but I really looked at, like, looked at that sign going, okay, it's not male, it's not female. Then I was like, am I in the right bathroom? Am I even supposed to be here? <laughs> like, I just had tons of questions. And Morgan was with me. She was like, oh, you go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, okay. That's, y'all gotta let me know so I can go piss. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, um, in general, um, when I see some of these reports and it's like they misgendered her or misgendered him, depending on the article, I like part of me does think wow even in death here, here, here we go trying to change this narrative trying to shame this person but then sometimes it's like or they just don't know right. you know what I mean like they, the, you they, just don't know and I'm sure there's people that are trans that live lives where look man I don't have time to be fucking lecturing everybody I don't have time to fucking like everybody's not gonna take a fucking gender studies course I don't even have the term time like I don't even have the terms and shit I just know I am how I am and people relate to me this way and that it's not like because society's become more aware of this issue uh and and trans people's lives in the last few years for most of society that is aware it's not like that means there were never trans people our whole lives like we've just been calling them other shit our whole lives we've been that that's a girl boy that's a she he that's right. a that's or, a tranny like a whole bunch of fucking yeah. terms that you know may or may not be offensive at this point but the right. point being that we're we're catching up as a society to something that's already existed for years and that so so sometimes when you see these interviews of these people i wonder is this a case of because sometimes it is legitimately them being like "Uh uh-uh fuck that i will not even in death i will deny the fact that you are trans and then sometimes i'm like or do or did do they just literally not know and not like this ain't this ain't the google neighborhood like this ain't the i don't they don't have they're not on twitter they're not quote unquote woke they're not fighting this battle every day they're just like that is kevin and i I, and that's that's all i know i don't you know i have not done any research or care to know anything further about that uh and that's not even to say as an excuse it just always makes me think about how far we have to go as a society where people will realize how that's a grave um that's a that's a horrible thing to do to somebody even in death right and i think like you say it's a disservice to the country by keeping people ignorant to these things that have kind of always been around them and not educating them um why do you think they roll back the transgender bathroom laws in schools they don't want to talk about it right they They don't don't want kids to know about this they don't want kids to be educated about it the thing is you can't stop kids from being educated Mm -hmm. you know you can't stop kids from learning this shit but that's what they're really trying to do this is it's, it's the same reason they try to take slavery out of textbooks like they don't want kids to interact with this idea because the idea in their mind is dangerous right right and that's the problem and in a lot of other situations like it's sad but for some people whenever they come out and talk about their family members that are transgender they might not have even known like they might have found out because of the death like yeah that's another thing you know people die and yeah. then they go well, oh i don't know like, like we read i wish they could have told me go ahead right no 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 you got it i'm so- i'm sorry 
Oh, no, no, some people are like, well, I wish they would have told me. You know, they might be like, well, maybe I put up a vibe that was like they didn't feel comfortable, you know, letting me know, and they might not have the language. And in their mind, I've always known you as this sex. I've never known you as what you consider yourself. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's, it does, like, we've read articles where it's a flat-out denial. Right. Like, I, I don't give a fuck what he called himself. He was a he or whatever. I've seen that. But then we've also seen these ones where like the friends of the person would be like well they didn't stay with their family and she was this way and she was that and so that person absolutely is you could tell they were in that person's life so they were like getting the terms right they're talking about their living situation and shit and then you have these these families where a lot of times trans people get estranged from their families a lot of times hard to hold jobs down a lot of times you know you're dealing with uh sex work things of this nature Mm -hmm. so you might not have the most fucking progressive surroundings with all that shit um and it's sad when the media kind of is complicit in the misgendering shit but police will even report it like like because most of the time the news comes straight from the police report so the police will be like uh kevin jones he was the male no matter what you know what i mean so uh it's just like i said it just shows how much as a society we just have so long to go because to be honest for most of these news reports it would just take an extra check on a fucking uh form right like isn't that amazing like that's amazing to me is like just a just a, a a box of like well what gender did they go by what gender did they present as even if you had to have like this birth gender thing on your police report for 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 you know i don't know for police purposes i don't right. know i'm not trying to yeah i'm not trying to say that 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 is somehow irrelevant or whatever but what i am saying is if a news reporter is gonna go use your shit to talk about what happened that night in this crime um a trans woman being killed is as a as a hate crime is very relevant and also relevant to other trans women in the area and shit as opposed to you just being like kevin jones was killed today he was shot in the alley people are gonna be like okay a dude got killed last night that's it you know when uh, you can have a trans serial killer for all we know and we wouldn't find out until someone else did some research and figured out y'all motherfuckers left it out you gotta wait for their friends to tweet about it or something like that's 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 sad man that's why stats don't keep up with this shit um but uh yeah so um jojo striker toledo um this was in i'll say yeah february 14th the damn valentine's day they reported this um yes uh so striker's death has shaken many in the communities young transgender women who already feel toledo's environment is extremely oppressive to trans women especially trans women of color we recognize this could be any of us fairchild said this is the struggle with a lot of transgender women they're looking for a place for acceptance and looking for a peace of mind fairchild took issue with the local reports that said striker's criminal that brought up striker's criminal past and that it may have played a role in her death to to use that in order to dehumanize her and her passing was unacceptable to me uh friends and family and people on social media shared pictures and messages to strike online equality toledo created a gofundme page to help with the funeral costs uh for striker in three days the fundraiser amassed over fourteen hundred dollars still shy of his thirty six hundred dollar goal um that's another thing a lot of these gofundmes for funerals because you gotta think when you don't have a job you might not have like health insurance you might not have um life insurance um yeah like essentially it's up to other people to find a way to even pay to bury you 
mm-hmm. uh this is the third homicide of a trans or gender non conforming person uh the organization has responded to so far in 2017 well we know that that's now up to like nine or some shit as of like yesterday so and those are the ones that we know of right um all right let's get to some other news uh let's see what else we got here uh <laughs> uh ben and jerry's new cereal let's let's go with something positive here guys mm-hmm uh ben and jerry has new cereal milk ice creams that are the perfect splash bag that sounds delicious Mm-hmm. um so basically what they do is they take cereal um milk so you know how guys you guys eat cereal and everybody eats it well most most people that know how to eat cereal uh, you leave me alone. I didn't say no names, Karen. You, I, I, I can hear the judgment in your voice. Yes, I pour a bowl of milk and pour my cereal in. Uh, as I said, for those of us that, um, I, that, that know how to eat cereal. I know how to eat cereal too. That follow the instructions. I, and there's no instructions on the box that say you got to do it your way. After we eat the cereal out, there's a lot of milk left over that tastes like cereal. Nope. Mm-mm. After, after, nope. After, after you've enjoyed your cereal that you have had your milk with, and you get down to the bottom and you have milk left at the bottom of the bowl, it tastes like cereal. Why won't you let me get my story out, Cam? Because if you cut me off, I'm going to fuck crazy. You understand? I'm just trying to finish the story. I'm the trying to help you finish the story because I listen. Feel nobody the shade over here. Nobody talking bad about your uh way you eat your cereal. Mm-hmm. Nobody talking. I didn't say a single word. Well, the right way. I'm just talking about the way that people normally eat cereal. Whatever. Last time I checked the side of our box, it don't say you have to eat a certain way. Sure, sure. Whatever it takes. <laughs> As I was saying. I mean, I guess you don't know the, the. I mean, then why are you excited? You wouldn't know what the hell cereal milk tastes like then. I do. Okay, so then either way, then why won't you let me get on the story? Nobody was talking about those cereal. Yeah, yeah, you was. Cereal mm, milk. The right way. Mm-hmm. Cereal milk. Mm-hmm. The conventional way. Is that better? You you have it? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's conventional. That's how most people eat cereal, Karen. They pour a bowl of cereal and they pour yep. milk in it. You are in denial of the facts. This is alternative facts. What the hell is happening right now? Yep. Fine. All right. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, they took that. Why do I care about this story? I don't care about this story. Anymore. <laughs> Fuck this story. You can finish the no, story. No. 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 We just move on. Nick Cannon. You can finish the story. Nope. Nope. Talk about Reverend Doctor Nick Cannon. <laughs> Was never gonna be able to finish that story. I was gonna let you finish, but I felt the judgment. Yeah, yep. Enjoy your your milk agenda. I will. Now you won't even know which which flavors they had. So. <laughs> I sure won't. Nope. Chocolate chip, vanilla, mint. That's not. Those aren't cereals. But those are flavors. You won't know which flavors of cereal milk they had. <laughs> which flavors did they use, Karen? I don't know. Tell me. Exactly. You don't know because you wouldn't let me even finish the story. It was tricks. Uh, what was it? It was Coco Loco, Fruit Loops, and Frozen Flakes. Mm. So, 
they call they uh, i guess one of them is based off of um i guess cocoa puffs mm-hmm. <coughs> um keep in mind these are ice creams they frozen the milk you know it's ice cream one of them was based off of frosted flakes and what? the other one was based off the milk from fruit loops okay i want all of these that sounds delicious the problem is the three flavors uh let me see wait when are they coming out um if you want to scoop one of the one or all of these cereal milk ice cream flavors make sure to head to a scoop shop starting today Ooh, to pick it up nationwide so we gotta go to an ice cream place if you live in new york city there's a special event celebrating the new flavors at grand central station from 9 a.m to 7 p.m well y'all we all missed that uh, <laughs> <laughs> well i have, I have a, a question do i can i buy it at the grocery store or yeah I, yeah it's in stores okay, okay they said go to scoop shop so i'm assuming stores maybe okay, they meant ben and jerry's ice cream oh okay, sure. ben, okay i don't know which i don't know which by the well, way we be going we're gonna go then i definitely wanted to try it though mm-hmm. sounds like the right thing to do uh dr reverend nick cannon question is why all why all the potential america's got talent hosts black why karen why they gotta be black i don't know i ain't got my uncle on. i don't know okay you haven't thought about it clearly and that's what's wrong with you uh comedian and actor marlon wayne's former disney actor brian michael smith and comedian tom bell are in the running to succeed nick cannon as the host of nbc's america's got talent after he left the show last month however cannon is wondering why each of the potential hosts are black mm. okay okay because you want to replace the brother with another brother You're the, i'm a real brother none of them can be as real as the honorable Nick, Nick Reverend Doctor rather than Doctor. Nick Reverend Doctor Cannon. Like they can't be like me. They unk don't smell like mine. Like, you know, you can't be like me, you know, because I'm draped in them robes. Any of them niggas wear robes? No? Okay. Any of them niggas got degrees? No. Mm. Well, he was confronted by TMZ where he uh spoke to their cameras about it. Cause, what did he have to say? Uh, I'm about to try to play the video see what yeah see what kind of knowledge nick was trying to drop on us oh it's only 57 seconds hold on let me see if i can play this these clips don't be long they go straight to the point Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right it's loaded all right take your time that dmz be knowing yeah, I'm sure they just rolled up and was like, hey, hey Nick, you still cooned? Or whatever questions. You know, they always ask some fucked up questions. Yeah, they answer. Nick, when you gonna raise your kids? Nick, 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 can we get you? Nick, why you look like Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z? What's going on with that hat? Nick, Nick, are you wrapping your hair up for the night? You wrapping your hair up so you can go to bed? You got rollers under there? Right. Nick Cannon, please, Nick. Uh, I don't know why this video, I don't wanna, uh, I just don't wanna load. I don't know. I will just let it simmer in the background then. Okay. I don't know. It's, I don't, this might just be an issue with it. I think my TMZ videos haven't been playing lately. Mm. Oh, wait. I'm going to try one more thing. Hold okay. on. See if I can play might it. Might be in, whatever uh, they look flash thing is. Yeah, it might be a Firefox issue. Let me just give it a, a chance to play in um, Crowd, I mean, Chrome, and mm-hmm. see if that fixes it. And if not, and, uh, then we know that it's uh just racism and the white man trying to silence nick cannon 
from uh speaking up the truth to the truth and he is not here for it mm-hmm. uh all right let me see you're not gonna replace him with his other brother don't want to play in chrome either mm-hmm. oh shit the white man has effectively silenced nick cannon and that that's sad to be honest um i'm sure it's gonna be deep too all right let me try one more thing oh you know it's gonna be real deep Mm-hmm. let me see if i can find it on youtube um because tmz might have a youtube channel and those videos do play for me yeah they do um okay yeah they do all right well i'll try it from here uh thanks for sticking around audience you know it's a lot to deal with when the shit doesn't work on the fly like this on a live show All right, let me see if I can get to play on the tube. All right, cool, it's loading. Hey, Nick, any advice to your successor on AGT? Um, man, just have fun with it. Who, who do you want to see? You want to see Marlon? You want to see Bell? Or do you want to see uh, Mike? Uh, I, why they going with the black guy? Why they came against the white? They, they, I think Mario Lopez should do it. <laughs> Mario, Mario, do that. What do you think about calling out for Nick now? They're trying to say now that he's going to change. He opened his car door, y'all. That's what y'all are hearing. His. I guess that's his music. That's the hotel theme song. What's happening here? No, I got the hotel theme song playing in the background, but still. That was just his. That was just his car door. I think he should break dance on that shit. Any thoughts about Mel B's father passing, Nick? Yeah. What'd you say? Any thoughts about Mel B's father passing? Oh man, much love and support to her and her family, man. I mean, that's that's someone I truly care for, and you know, when times get hard, you definitely all you can do is pray. So. You know, shalom. All respect. Big love. It's father. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. So, Ken, why do all the hosts got to be black? You think it's a conspiracy about a man to keep the black man in his pocket? Mm-hmm. You think that Nick Cannon would be happy that another black man might get a job, but apparently, thanks Mario Lopez, should get it, and not a black person. So, I just feel like someone at abc nbc or whatever just finally got a hold of some of his shit like he just he went on howard stern kept talking that weird shit he finally said it with some white people was listening it was like this nigga gots to go and you know what some young believe you me it was a young person with nobody old some young person who was hip to the game kept hearing hotel thrown around with his name and googled that shit and was like oh no they went to uh uh, barry you might want to get rid of him here's evidence of the shit he's been doing that we didn't know nothing about i just honestly think he went on howard stern and old white people listened to it right i don't even think it was oh nobody, nobody googled shit that. nobody gave a fuck about no intern it That's was like, just nigga you can't be fucking up our money they he went on howard stern they said have y'all heard the shit nick Cannon's talking about and they were like he got to go how long and then they saw that's when they googled it was like jesus christ this nigga been talking crazy for two years huh how come no one paid attention they was like we don't check on the black ones boss you know <laughs> he looked clean cut explicit photos of female marines were posted online and the navy is investigating mm-hmm. yeah uh apparently potentially hundreds of explicit photos of current 
and former female marines and other service members uh has been posted online it's been confirmed a private facebook group called marines united contained a link to a google drive folder where the photos were being stored a u.s defense official told cnn members of the site solicited others to submit photos of women without their knowledge the cloud storage folder has been removed at the request of the military it was not clear to the defense department how many current or former marines may be involved in the potential wrongdoing a former marine originally brought the matter to the attention of the marine corps last month we are thankful that thomas brennan ooh, put his name on it a marine veteran notified the marine corps and the ncis about what he witnessed on the marines united page it allows us to make take immediate action and have explicit photos taken down and to prepare to support potential victims we are exploring what actions should be taken to best address this form of harassment in the future and it's several things one they shouldn't have put his name out there because now he's going to be a target like people don't really think about a lot of times people think about people the victims the way the society is so fucked up you standing up for somebody else's right will make your ass a target too um and so you put him as a target um and our president fucking sexual harass do you think that they actually give a fuck they already have problems with not prosecuting rape dealing with superiors not believing superiors that are fucking harassing uh, people up underneath them it's one of them things but this is a whole fucked up situation and i do not trust them to handle this with the delicacy and care that they should and what's even fucked up is that we talked about this before men do this out of shaming women that's all this is you, even if these women agree to have these pictures taken of them which i don't believe all of them may have some of these pictures may have been taken without taken without these women's permission <coughs> like nobody really knows they were all well almost all of them no that's the thing the the contest whatever it was it sounds like there were a group of men who um had this facebook group that was private and within this group they shared private they shared pictures of women that were marines that were taken without their knowledge and then they encouraged others to get pictures of the women more pictures so the women don't know that they, these pictures are out there right and apparently it became public when this person uh essentially snitched you know right and who knows how many people's in the group and who knows how many men seen that and you know what these are the quote-unquote fucking allies that come and smile on your face and i got your back and ain't men dogs and ain't men trash and i'm supposed to look at you and fucking trust you get the whole entire fuck out of here because i guarantee you it's other men who had a problem with this too but you know what they didn't do report it yeah i mean that's that socialization and pressure that a lot of men have as part of being a man like um it's the same way that i say uh white men get socialized towards being conservative the older they get um men in groups uh that's it's one of the reasons that like as much as people will um sometimes like come at me on some like you you know you think men are the worst are you trying to say we this that and the other as much as people do that um low-key they either in denial or they know exactly what i'm talking about right because because groups of men do groups of men shit and it's normally something fucked up towards women if you think about it um so i'm not really surprised by this story to be honest with you um i you know it's a such a gross violation of people's privacy right. and shit obviously um I, I i appreciate i don't know how the guy's name got out there now i don't know if he is one of those people that's like i want my name out there i don't give a fuck or if it's they officially 
they get to say your name because you're the one who came forward because i think sometimes that's how they keep people from coming forward is by being like well you got to put your name on this shit mm-hmm. either way i'm glad it's out there i'm glad they're looking into it i'm glad they're doing something about it i will be interested to see what if any punishment comes how widespread it was right because i mean you t- technically you know this is the kind of shit that should probably have people like kicked out of the marines or the military or whatever right they ought to go and, through that fucking facebook page but like who the fuck was on here who put who who did what like but then i guarantee you they're not going to be that detailed yeah um I, well they might i don't true. know I i'm not do. gonna assume they won't i and won't assume they won't accountable. i just wonder what happens when it's if it's widespread enough that they feel that we can't punish all these people because i wouldn't be shocked if it's very widespread you know um but uh we'll see hopefully some people get in trouble because that that that's terrible man and you know for us for people to like get so mad when you bring up the military and and homophobia and misogyny and shit to to for people to get so defensive where you can't you're talking bad about the military it's like well i'm not talking bad as much as y'all are doing bad shit and i'm saying you know that this is not what this country should be about this is not what the military should be about um anyway um police are looking for young thug after he allegedly slapped a woman hmm. yep i've heard of this young one haven't i he's a rapper okay. young thug yeah you might know him from uh liberty now but not lifestyle yeah like i remember that young one you know sometimes all them young folks sound the same but i remember this young thug he also is known for wearing dresses sometimes and okay people always get like on this it's a complicated issue because people want to like push at him for being like he's against toxic masculinity you guys get so mad at him for wearing the dress because there are homophobic people that get mad at him for wearing the dress and so then they kind of like protect this dude but at the same time his music his image his past he's not some he's not this dude out here trying to be a progressive uh artist that challenges masculinity like niggas shoot people uh hit women uh raps about misogynistic shit like he don't fit into the box that people want to put him in on either side like he and sometimes he'll put on a dress you know that's how i look at it um well according to his to tmz his fiance jerica carlay was arguing with valerie raven a woman who once worked with the jeffrey artist while it's unclear what the, what the argument was about is being reported carlay and raven exchanged words outside of palace when thug allegedly slapped raven thug and carlay left the prior to law enforcement arriving raven has reportedly filed a battery report with police however tmz posted a video of the scene in which the altercation took place and while you can hear the witnesses say that raven was going to get paid or that he slapped the shit out of her but the footage doesn't show him actually striking the woman um still uh yeah came par for the course of that dude well i'm sure he'll throw on a dress and people will be like uh he is against the toxic masculinity and why we need to support him and all that shit too uh virginia teachers will reportedly join a day without a woman uh demonstration prompting school closures so the women's march organizers seek to leave an impact on history this month by calling a women's worldwide uh, on women worldwide not to engage in paid and and unpaid work on march 8th in recent 
in recent news 300 public school workers within the alexandra city public school system have already requested the day off to reportedly participate in the women's strike according to cnn those employees in the virginia-based school district will not report to work prompting school officials to nix classes out of the 16 schools within the area that will be closed six schools will remain open to serve students breakfast and lunch this is not a decision that was made lightly we have been closing mo- closely monitoring requests to leave on march 8th including communicating with school teachers and our education association the statement from acps reads the decision is based solely on our ability to provide sufficient staff to cover all of our classrooms and the impact on high self absenteeism on students on student safety and delivery of instruction it is not based on a political stance or position so essentially enough women said i'm not coming to work that day that they can't have school <clears throat> well, and, and, that, and the thing is, to me, what's fucked up is that people take marginalized groups for granted, and a lot of shit don't function and run without us. And that's something that people don't want to admit. You know, women be like, "Fucking, I'm not going into work today." It's a lot of shit that will not get goddamn done. A lot of shit that won't get done. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Obviously, when it comes to uh work strike thing um it's there's some privilege involved in having a job uh that you can even request off and having the financial situation to be able to take a day off um so i understand that people are going to say this is problematic and they probably shouldn't do blah 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 i get it and obviously if you're in a situation where you can't do it don't do it you know go to work um but i would say um i think it's dope that they're trying to keep the momentum going from the original march uh which happened like january 21st or something uh people have been saying well let's see what y'all do later let's see if y'all keep this shit going up until it's time to vote and let's see how many y'all are down for the cause and all this shit um i think for some people it's kind of you know we'll see i'm sure there'll be marches coordinated with this and things of that nature um and uh I, I like i said i think it's it's kind of cool to have like a, a day of uh at least voicing your displeasure and especially being that it's not necessarily tied to one specific thing like it's not like the airports it's not like um you know like it's like it's just it's a planned action ahead of time um you know and i hope uh that the women of color they had at the head are or or at least being heard and still active and keeping people participating and i'll be looking forward to see what the turnout looks like man Uh, to be honest um who doesn't you know who takes that day off and who doesn't put out that product and who doesn't come to work and what the impact will be on the world when they see like this is what it looks like you know when like this is the impact women have on our society you know so uh yeah march 8th is the day um and we'll see what happens um all right uh u.s judge finds that atna deceived the public about reasons for quitting obamacare no shit you're trying to tell me an insurance giant lied about something i don't know i don't know if i could believe this man yeah, they, they were they were saying that with Obamacare, a lot of them were losing money because for the first time ever, people were actually fucking using the services, and they were having people filing and all this shit like at record numbers. Okay, so well, they were losing a lot of money. They claim 
that they were pulling out of all before the 15 states where that where it was providing obamacare individual insurance because of a business decision it was simply losing too much money on the obama exchanges that's what they were saying karen well federal judges ruled that that was a lie they weren't losing money mm. yeah you out the white man's lies karen in fact says john uh says judge john d bates atna made this decision at least partially in response to a federal antitrust lawsuit blocking this proposed 34 billion dollar merger with humana atna threatened the federal uh, officials with the pullout before the lawsuit was filed and followed through on his threat once it was filed bates made the observation in court of a ruling he issued monday blocking the merger Aetna executives had moved heaven and earth to conceal the decision-making process from the court, in part by discussing the matter on phone rather than on email, and by shielding what did get put in writing with the cloak of attorney-client privilege, a practice Bates found came close to malfeasance. The judge's conclusions about Aetna's real reason for pulling out of Obamacare, as opposed to the rationalization that the company made in public, are crucial for debate over the fate of the Affordable Care Act. That's because the company's withdrawal has been exploited by Republicans to justify repealing the act. See, they were hoping that people would buy what they said, you know, the way you were saying it, so they could be like, well, we can convince the country, well, we're only losing money because so many people are using this shit, we're going to go out of business like we like yeah, like essentially saying, right? the right well, they but were even reporting you but know? that's a republican talking point okay well we better repeal it then we don't want Atna to go out of business obamacare is bad for business well that's not true they were lying and the fact that many many republicans are using this line of logic to uh to advocate for repealing uh the affordable care act is dangerous you know <laughs> like it's very dangerous um and also just the fact that the company um wasn't losing this money but was willing to risk all this shit because of this antitrust lawsuit is the pettiest richest shit ever um just last week house speaker paul ryan cited atna's action on the charlie rose show saying how it proved how shaky the exchanges were Bates found that this rationalization was largely untrue. In fact, he noted Atna pulled out of some states and counties that were actually profitable to make a point in his lawsuit defense and then misled the public about his motivations. Bates' analysis relies on part on, on a smoking gun letter to the Justice Department in which Chief Executive Mark Bertolani explicitly ties Atna's participation in Obamacare to the Department of Justice actions on the merger, which we reported in August, but it goes much further. Among the locations where Atna withdrew that were seventeen counties uh were seventeen counties in three states where the Department of Justice asserted the merger would produce unlawfully low levels of competition on the individual exchanges. Right. They didn't want monopolies. Right. By pulling out at now keep in mind, Republicans swear that they the problem is the insurance companies have monopolies and a lot of their solutions are like we'll make open market comp the free market competition and it'll lower prices for everybody well this merger essentially undoes any there will be no competition it'll simply be you either get atna you don't get shit right now okay so um by pulling out atna could say that it wasn't competing in those counties exchanges anyway rendering the government's point moot the evidence provides persuasive uh, uh, persuasive support for the conclusion that atna withdrew from the uh, on exchange markets in the 17 complaint 
counties to improve his litigation position the court does not credit the minimal efforts of atna executives to claim otherwise indeed he wrote atna's decision to pull out of the exchange business in florida was so far outside of his normal business practice that it perplexed the company's top executive in florida who was not in the decision loop i just can't make sense out of the florida decision executive christopher Ciano wrote, wrote jonathan mayhew the head of atna's national exchange business based on the latest run rate data we are making money from the own exchange business was florida's performance ever debated mayhew told him to discuss the matter by phone not email to avoid leaving a paper trail base found as it happens base found reason to believe that atna soon will be selling exchange plans in florida again so they knew they were complicit they were they were covering the shit up they were actually making money right this is they would like to business everything that obama said about the affordable care act right. and how like this will be good for everybody it it'll be great. more people will be covered the insurance companies if you go along with it you'll be fine businesses your price your co- your cost for health care will be reduced right. in many cases and motherfuckers were like Mm-mm, make it as difficult as possible because it's change and these motherfuckers won't let us merge and become a basically essentially a monopoly throughout areas of america that is so right. scary and basically high fucking rates which is kind of productive to the exchange and of course many many republicans still vote for people that uh that want to repeal obamacare <laughs> like oh man you convince somebody that that other people will be injured even as as the sword goes through them they they'll they won't mind uh let's see um a supreme court rules that uh supreme court rules that jury secrecy can be lifted if racial bias is suspected uh decision on long-standing jury deliberation rules stems from a case which a juror reportedly tied a man's guilt to his mexican heritage thus depriving him of a fair trial uh the u.s supreme court ruled on monday that racial bias in the jury room can be a reason for breaching the centuries-old legal principle of secrecy and jury deliberations the court ruled five to three in a colorado case in which a juror uh reportedly tied defendant miguel angel pina rodriguez's guilt to his hispanic heritage the juror's statement came to light after pina rodriguez was convicted two jurors reported that a third juror colleague determined that he was guilty because pino rodriguez is a mexican and mexican men take whatever they want yeah uh, i mean i definitely would not want some racist motherfucker deciding my fate in a court and then just being like well niggers will do as niggers will do no need to even review this evidence uh pino rodriguez said the jurors views expressed behind the closed doors of the jury room deprived him of a fair trial uh justice anthony kennedy wrote for the majority the blatant racial prejudice is antithetical to the functioning of the jury system and must be confronted in the egregious cases like this one despite the general bar of the no impeachment rule uh the court's four liberal justice joined with kennedy to form a majority but the court stopped short of ordering a new trial or even laying out procedures for lower courts to follow instead kennedy said trial court should consider the evidence of the juror statement and any resulting denial of the juror trial guarantees um chief justice john roberts and justice samuel alito and clarence thomas of course dissented uh today with the admirable uh, intention uh admirable intention uh providing justice for one criminal defendant the court not only pries open the door it rules that respecting the privacy of the jury room as our legal system has done for centuries violates the constitution alito wrote um 
yeah which is funny because how many of these trials did have we watched where like some black person gets killed by the police and then the jury comes out later and and starts dropping all kinds of problematic statements in the press and shit and well so-and-so said this and they said that and we're like what the fuck how did this how did this shit get the how is this verdict okay when we know that these people are biased and racist and shit um so maybe we'll undo some of that in the future you can only hope so but in trump's america you never know uh two chains fired his entire management staff after his new restaurant failed health inspection damn how did this happen must have been smoking on that gas uh yeah his escobar restaurant and tapper scored a 59 out of 100 on his latest health inspection Ooh, what the fuck was happening in that place <laughs> Woo! You ain't even get a 60. <laughs> At least get a D. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you want to eat up in there, you better watch out. Come on. Watch out, little bitch. You're going to get sick. <laughs> Needless to say, far from pristine conditions in the kitchen, apparently health inspectors found raw hamburgers and raw shrimp slash fish uh, stored over collard greens and over sweet potatoes. Wow! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all trying to kill niggas. They they that that'll do it. That's one way to to make sure it gets accomplished. Hope we had some good drinking there at least. Uh in addition to and a mold like substance inside the ice machine. Come on, T Chains. Uh, of course he probably because he probably not even running the shit he probably was like okay here's some money i'm gonna put you up and you know what's so fucked up it's probably a family member a friend or something that was like i run this restaurant and they don't know what the fuck they were doing well you can't ignore it i know that much they probably gonna get fined a big amount mm-hmm. um yeah have to spend a lot of money fucking clean it up and get the dakota he's just down yeah he doesn't actually personally manage it he's not even in town to manage it he said so he put his staff that he trusted in place to keep things and run in order despite a lack of long-term restaurant experience among them come on that would have made a good ass reality show but after a score like that everyone is out sources close to mr chains tell tmz that the rapper completely clean house and got some experienced restaurant managers each with at least five years experience in there to literally clean house mm-hmm. yeah i bet you i bet you they'll never get it up again because oh, i guarantee no. you it was a friend or pa- like like you say when shit like that happens it's somebody who has never worked they haven't even been a fucking waitress before they've never worked in the restaurant industry that's what happens when you have people like that over your shit oh yeah definitely won't be having hibachi for lunch up in there Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um but yeah he thinks his main mistake was giving some less experienced folks a chance hopefully that will solve the issue the health inspection team will be back to have a look around next week yeah. yeah he's torn and, and shit yeah he don't got time to run it Mm-hmm. well looking at this i don't see no lies no lies no lies no lies should have known the feds watching well when you do it one day at a time and out there slanging birds just slagging them birds <laughs> one at a time probably felt like capping it's all right though all right let's um go to the next segment real quick because we're almost out of time for okay. the first one so i'm gonna move over be right back of course um Let go. you were 
Scientists confirm worst fears about peeing pools. About one in five Americans say they peed in the pool. Even the world's most famous pool user, Michael Phelps, says everybody does it. Now scientists have finally figured out a way to quantify just how much urine is in our pools and the results in the environmental science and technology letters probably won't please swimmers. A research team testing 31 pools and hot tubs in Canada found evidence of urine in every single one of them. On average, there were eight gallons of urine in a one that 110,000 gallon pool about 18 and a half gallons of urine in a 220,000 gallon pool according to the guardian the results were even grosser for hot tubs one hot hotel hot tub was found to have three times the urine level of the worst swimming pool researchers figured this all by measuring the levels of i don't know how to pronounce this uh acid acid fame potassium uh or ace k in pools and hot tubs npr reports ace k is an artificial sweetener found in soup diet soda candy yogurt and much more it doesn't occur in nature and 95 percent of it passes straight through the body unchanged making it a good indicator of urine levels in water while urine itself isn't harmful it can react with chlorine to create disinfectant byproducts which can be uh still researchers say they aren't trying to turn people off of swimming they just like to remind everyone to please not pee in the pool yeah and that classic summertime pool smell is pee oh, no. yep you guys out there mad at donald trump y'all swimming in the pee the uber ceo says he will seek help uh will seek leadership help at the video shows him yelling at a driver mm. can't get right can't get right you know lyft's number one fan is uber like they don't even have to do shit Mm-mm. they just sit around and be like just wait for them to fuck up most people will subscribe oh we got some new subscribers let's see what he did today we got a spike what happened yeah apparently he has publicly apologized at the video showing him being rude to an uber driver was published by bloomberg in a blog post titled a profound apology kalanick said that he was ashamed of his actions and that he had now accepted that he needed help to lead in his company to say that i'm ashamed is extreme understatement he said um 
my job as your leader is to lead and that stars behaving in a way that makes us all proud that is not what i did i can it cannot be explained away um yeah dog what the fuck um uh, i think basically what happened was uh the a driver uh named fauzi kamel uh took him to task for slashing fares and uber's luxury service uber black complaining uh to the pugnacious ceo that he lost almost a hundred thousand dollars because of you and this causes kalanak who was mostly friendly throughout the trip to lose his temper bullshit he says in response to the accusation that he dropped prices of uber black we started with twenty dollars that's how much is the mile now 275 he implores before storming out of the cab he says some people don't like to take responsibility for their own shit they blame everything in their life on somebody else good luck Camille reports good luck to you but i know you're not going to go far according to uh bloomberg Camille then gave kalanick a one-star rating it it stands to reason that kalanick returned the favor yeah. like even if i was driving for them i but mean, i never drive for you again Lift yeah. is like why do we got we oh oh we got a spike in applications too now now that we got spiking people getting the service we got spiking applications yeah you know it's that thing too where like a lot of these dude bro ass people that run these tech companies ain't shit either come on you know like you can't really fuck with them either um cause they don't really uh go through the proper channels of um of shit either you know so it's like you wanna be uh able to make you would like to be able to make decisions and stuff and be like okay cool uh i'm supporting this company that company but a lot of these dudes are rich white dudes middle-aged uh white dudes they're they're not exactly the best human beings on earth uh by rule you know um all right uh let's see what else should we do i guess we can move into some uh fucking with black people let me uh get the music up for that and we'll do it Oh wait, that oh, is the wrong one. Oh God, that's what he's saying. I was like, he's saying fucking wrong thing. My fault. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe, we find different articles make us feel fucked with, and we score them from zero to hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Um, now this is kind of a mixed report. I have not, I've seen conflicting information on this, but I thought it was interesting to bring up. Um, there's rumor, a rumor that the president of Morehouse was um fired essentially uh because he was the one that came out and said oh they played themselves going to that meeting and we got played and all this shit with donald trump now according to his contract status he has until like june or something and his contract's up and they just elected not to renew his contract but they did send out a memorandum that made it sound like his ass was out of there today for that shit you know and then he sent out a letter that was like nah i'm i'm not out of here i mean you could he said that's one way to interpret it but so he didn't like flatly say no i didn't get fired and this is wrong but he said something like that's one way to interpret this letter um 
so yeah um this morning wilson sent a letter to students explaining that reports of his ouster were not accurate but yesterday's letter from the chairman of the board of trustees says that william bill taggart the chief operating officer will assume control of day-to-day operation wilson's letter from today however says that he remains as president continuing to manage day-to-day operations so i my guess is because that's the other thing i that's what i forgot to say during the hbcu discussion these motherfuckers are responsible to a board of trustees so the presidents of these universities are not like the head of black lives matter chapters like they can't just be like i do what the fuck i want to do and if you guys don't like it yeah, fuck you like they held accountable to somebody else yes yeah, and the court it's an organizational chart and mm-hmm. they're just a representative so the board is the one that's like yes you have to take this meeting yes we need this money for the interest of our students yes you're the president but you answer to us and we can get your ass up out of here if you are derelict in your duties um so it's kind of interesting that the one president that was speaking out is also the one that knew his contract wasn't being renewed um and was the one that was so like we we got played and all that shit um which that's how it was basically said in the media i think uh if you look into the actual content of what he was saying he was basically saying we got played like we didn't have a choice but essentially donald trump did not respect us and that i mean even knowing that you still gotta go your ass up there but and and anybody could have guessed it's not like we were all sitting around like i'm shocked donald trump doesn't respect hbcus but they had to go up there and make the um make nice with bessie devos who's going to be in charge of their budgets like they had to go up there and basically instruct her what the fuck hbcus do for a living and why it's important and why they need the funding that they're supposed to get out of the budget um anyways um uh um he was supposedly fired for it but he's saying he's not now all i'm saying is this i hate being right about shit like this but i told y'all motherfuckers man it's not a game and yes they will fire your ass rather than <laughs> have you try to pull some like revolutionary type move yeah, that because you're too. responsible for these kids education right. you just don't get to be in that position i, I that's why i don't have a problem with the kids who are you know whether those right. things they're saying are right. responsible or not i don't have a problem with those kids being mad because they kids at 18 17 19 20 21 you get to be like man fuck this we shouldn't have to fuck with donald trump and all that shit because you're not beholden to anyone but your own education but the the president of the the university doesn't get to do that Mm -mm. you know i remember when i was at fsu man we we organized because we wanted to get visitation rights so that we could have sex essentially as freshmen and that was like a big fight and of course the university was like wow we don't want to do that because of tradition and stuff and we eventually organized and fought and got the right and uh i think now they still have it for kids that are freshmen you can you know you're an adult you're out of your house if um you want to have consensual sex with another person that goes to your university or just have a girl come visit your room that shouldn't be like the end of the world right um but the point the point being we had to organize to get that right and you know what i mean university that's not a problem right but but the universe but the 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 chancellor was against it and all that shit and but that's his job that's what i'm saying they're much more establishment than revolutionaries 
they're much more tradition than anything else they're like so the idea that these people would be these revolutionary leaders of these universities um it's just it's it's a silly expectation in my opinion um but anyway man um it's just interesting to see what happened um and how he was basically treated because um it it was it was like i'm not shocked that they would be like you can leave now then because you're just not on board and essentially you're not going to risk our financing from a petty ass president right that that has absolutely got rabbit ears on that will see this this shit will connect it back to morehouse will connect it to hbcus and might fuck up the funding because because fuck it you're now nasty people in his book and all that shit that that his dumb ass is worried about all the time um anyway uh and then also let's see to be fair lewis was expected to leave in three months when his contract expired anyway but there's no doubt that his outspokenness after the trump fiasco played a part in his departure he appeared on cnn saturday morning loudly noting the side eye surrounding the trump pledges proclaiming that the simple optics of a white house visit meant little to nothing to him uh he's been to the white house because he's been to the white house before wilson noted that funding was important and not historic gestures so i'm not discounting the significant of that that a, as a gesture as a symbol there's no question about that the bottom line is you have to translate it into funding the fact of the matter is when barack obama took office in 2000 in 2009 federal annual federal funding for eight to hbcus was somewhere around 3.8 billion when i left after the first term it was 5.3 billion that's the biggest increase that's historic that's significant uh but barack obama did nothing for um anyway man um i'm not surprised that that dude would basically his comments are going to get him in trouble because that shit is endangering people's futures event essentially right and even their jobs because the university pays the chairman of the boards and all these other positions too so i mean they decide what he gets paid i mean right i mean they didn't renew his contract anyway so i'm not shocked that he would be the one to say something but you know like i said you don't get to be in that position and be the fire breathing person you just don't it's just not job you too much shit is just riding on you you know unfortunately quote unquote but yeah yeah you just that the kind of person that's out there like fuck donald trump can't be that guy and because you got to go talk to that administration to get this money the same way you couldn't be like fuck obama had that job you can't right it's just not that kind of job you know um first black bachelorette uh speaks on the pressure uh to pick a black man she says i'm not choosing a man for america um so uh, i believe her name is rachel Lindsay. um uh, she's 31 years old she's a civil defense litigation attorney from texas she was just eliminated um uh, last night's episode of the bachelor which everybody knew about for months because they told everybody in advance right uh to be the first african-american woman is a beautiful thing she said in an interview with the hollywood reporter about what's next for her i'm honored and humbled to be the one chosen because that's how i feel like i was chosen to be in this role when speaking to people last month and her excitement Lindsay said she was happy to represent myself as a black woman in front of america as a black woman going on a dating show to find love Lindsay told the hollywood reporter that she received a lot of questions from fellow black people who wanted if she'll pick a black man which was debated in our comment section when we announced Lindsay as the next bachelorette she is 
that is a very common question i get from black people she said honestly i don't want to go into this process with any preconceived notions or any pressure to do something for somebody else i hate to sound selfish but it's my process she added it's my journey and finding love and whether that person is black white red whatever it's my journey i'm not choosing a man for america i'm choosing a man for me with that being said she does however hope that the men cast to fight for her affection will actually be diverse i'm hoping that as a black bachelorette you're going to see a more diverse cast a cast that's reflective of what america looks like she said and not just bachelor nation or whatever else but what america look like looks like uh Lindsay, uh it'll be funny if they just uh cast a whole bunch of like overweight regular looking ass people uh <laughs> that's what america look like that really is uh Lindsay season had, hadn't even started filming yet but so far she said she's received a lot of support uh which outweighs any negativity that may come for her her way once the series airs i know there are going to be people who criticize me no matter what i do but i'm just trying to not get caught up in it she says i feel like it was meant to be uh and that outweighs any fear or pressure i have being the first african-american bachelorette man i worry about her on many fronts um one she's gonna definitely because there's gonna definitely be white dudes on the show uh i i she wouldn't have been on the bachelorette in the on the bachelor in the first place she wouldn't date a white dude but there's gonna be white people selected to be uh in the bachelor pool um so you're gonna have that shit of niggas tuning in on some like winch lorette she on the negro bed winch selling out these brothers you're gonna have that shit uh you're gonna have the people that put the pressure on her to have to like every black dude on the show uh no matter how whack they may or may not be right um you're gonna have the attacks on every decision she makes every every dating faux pas every like you're gonna have to deal with all that shit and then on top of that in case she does say or do anything that is fucked up you got to deal with that too like because people aren't perfect so she may say or do something that is kind of fucked up and then you're gonna have to deal with the fallout for that then you're gonna have all the black women that watch the show that don't normally watch the show uh all the people that watch it that don't normally watch it you know they're gonna be fighting on social media about it it's gonna be a whole ordeal man i'll take my cues from nick and ridge i'm not watching that and that's before you even get to the white folks just being fucking racist right it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a shit show man so um good luck you know and you know and i'm not even you know i saw someone in the chat say who thinks she out here looking for a black man i don't know that she's not you know what i mean i don't want to assume that she's not i mean just because you go on the bachelorette doesn't mean like i only date white dudes like we don't know you know i i, I don't want to assume anything and it's gonna be but that's the kind of shit she's gonna be subjected to there's gonna be a lot of people that either don't watch that show or have didn't watch any of this season don't you know i just gonna assume the worst about her man so right and this is the thousandth episode and this is the first black woman yeah being the first black man being the first or only black person is almost always some like trick shit because it's it's like you can't win no matter what you do Mm -hmm. uh good luck Uh, and and i mean i don't watch anyway Mm -hmm. and i but i'm not gonna start because it's a black woman because i i already know it's gonna be a bunch of ignorance around it Mm -hmm. i'm opting out uh ben carson defended his oh wait zero to 100 for the hbcu oh um um uh zero he was leaving anyway yeah i'm kind of i'll say 25 um and then what about for black bachelorette 
Oh, hundred. I'm, I'm, I'm just know it's gonna be some fuck shit. A hundred. All right, I'm gonna say zero for now, but I'm. Yeah, I'm preoptically getting mad, so yeah. just go ahead and smack it to a hundred. Go ahead. Hey, I ain't trying to tell you what to say. I was just giving my own opinion. Zero for me right now. I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna get worse. Me too. Ben Carson defending his comments about uh black people being uh slaves being immigrants had to double down and that's why he got the office i made a position my bad he tweeted out you can be an involuntary immigrant Mm -mm. no 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 you can be an involuntary immigrant that's that one is that what that is that what that sounds like Mm -hmm. i got sleepy already Mm-hmm. you can be an involuntary uh immigrant uh according to him because uh you know ben carson doctor of history he also um put a he also put a link to soundcloud where he went on the armstrong williams show another i'm driving home with my 12 year old son and he kind of shy i didn't want to talk but he had a little bit of an issue with your use of the word immigrants versus slaves and i think you're going to hear that all day long probably for the next 30 days but as my son was explaining to me i'd be an immigrant if you're brought over here against your will in chains immigrants yes you can you can be an involuntary immigrant we're brought over here in chains and as for us giving up and not having the will to live I mean, it's been shown, none of us were around during that time, but if you put yourself in that situation and you're being brought to some place you're unfamiliar with and you do not want to be put into bondage, yeah, there are reasons. I don't think they were weak people. I think it was very brave for somebody to decide that they do not want to come over to a, a foreign country, a foreign land, not knowing what the future lies, and but knowing they would be treated the way they were being treated in the hull of that ship in, and put in bondage. They made that ultimate decision. I don't think it was anything to hang heads or be sad about, but we need to have our people who are in front of us, who are in, in positions of authority, not try to dumb down our struggle. You know, well, you should be, we should be you. proud of the fact that our ancestors were able you. to survive through all of that. That's right. And that they were able mentally, they had the mental strength to be able Terry, to Terry, sustain Terry, let themselves. Dr. To that. Speak. Go ahead, Doctor. I'm sorry, Terry. Let him speak. Sorry we'll get back to you. Go ahead, Doctor. No. He talks so slow. I feel like it's the sloth from, um, uh, what's that movie with the animals? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Karen? It's From Zootopia. Zootopia. Like, I feel like he started responding a minute ago. It just took forever, uh, for him to come out. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, I love how she just kept going. She's like, I don't know what this nigga is. Now listen, see, like, uh, nigga, it's taking too long. Let me just get my point out. By the way, all facts, right? She's speaking all facts. I her, mean, her child was like, "Well, mama, that's slavery. This shit don't make no sense. How the fuck can you be an immigrant when you were forced to come over here in chains?" Right, and then you got basically essentially two black men uh that are going to tell her that, of course, slavery uh is just immigration, and um, you know, she needs to stop talking so they can tell her. I'm just saying we should be proud to have ancestors that had the mental strength 
to endure what so many others had not been able to endure. They tried to enslave all kinds of people, but they were not able to survive it. And that requires a tremendous amount of toughness and willpower and strength and hope and faith. And they had that. And don't let somebody turn that into something bad. Well, don't, uh, no one's disagreeing with what you're saying, and you're saying it eloquently. I think the disagreement comes in the definition and the terminology used to describe blacks. I mean, when the Jews went to the gas chamber, they didn't say they were going to the Holiday Inn or extended care. And right. they're not going to let you change it or dumb it down to let the people know that this was something that wasn't what exactly what it was. And we came here in bondage in the hulls of ships as slaves and not as immigrants. And basically, that's all i got to say, and congratulations, and good luck to you. Thank you very much. Uh, I think people need to actually look up the word immigrant. That's, whether you're voluntary or involuntary, if you not come from outside to the inside, you're an immigrant. Whether you're legal or you're illegal, you come from the outside to inside, you're an immigrant. Slaves came here as involuntary immigrants, but they still had the strength to hold on. What? Didn't tell that star playing. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> Nah, that, that played on his own. I don't know who. That must have been the next. Yeah, he put on Twitter, slaves didn't just give up and die. Our ancestors made something of themselves. An immigrant is a person who comes to live permanently in a foreign country. And then he also put something on Facebook. I'm proud of the courage and perseverance of black Americans in their incomprehensible struggle for slavery and free to freedom. I'm proud that our ancestors overcame the evil and repression that we know as slavery. The slave narrative and immigrant narrative are two entirely different experiences. Slaves were ripped from their families and their homes and forced after against their will after being sold into slavery by slave traders. The immigrants made the choice to come to America. Oh, he must have watched that documentary coming to America. That that would make sense. He probably caught up on that. They saw this country as a land of opportunity. In contrast, slaves were forced here against their will and lost all their opportunities. We continue to live with that legacy. The two experiences should never be intertwined nor forgotten as we demand the necessary progress towards an America that's inclusive and provides access to equal opportunity for all. We should revel in the fact that although we got here through different routes, some people took a left, some people took a right, can different routes. We have many things in common now that we should that should unite us in our mission to have a land where there is liberty and justice for all. Dr. Ben Carson, Secretary of HUD. When Ken Burns does a documentary about what the fuck happened in this country, it's really going to be amazing. It's going to be lit. He's going to have all types of footage. Yeah. It's like saying uh, rape is just involuntary sex. We all had sex tonight, and some of us did not volunteer, but we had the perseverance to endure 
and to continue on after the sex and there's a real strength in that it's like nigga you are burying the lead now i know a lot of people legitimately think ben carson is just a coon ass nigga and this is terrible and all that shit i get it i do but i would urge you guys to remember that it wasn't always like this okay ben carson has a history okay i'm reloaded Oh my word. always like this he well, he was courting the black vote and he had that song out there um as an advertisement on black radio stations remember how uh we were different you know remember how we were not you don't remember that ben carson was all right well i remember and, you know, and, and i guess for me i'm not even gonna lie i didn't have that i didn't have that I know a lot of people had a connection with him, with you know him, his surgeries. I didn't had, I've never had that connection to him for Black History Month when right. they taught us that mm-hmm. he was the first black mm-hmm. man to ever cut two brains up. Nope, mm-hmm. like I, I, didn't, I just didn't have that connection. So, I, in my mind, I'm like, who is this nigga? And all I remember is we we made jokes and shit about him. Um, so for me, I'm like, <laughs> it's one of those things where nigga you don't know the history of us getting here but yet you're going to be over millions of people in their housing situation there's going to be a lot of homeless people y'all based off of the decisions that he's getting ready to fucking make between best it's going to be a lot of homeless and uneducated people because they're getting ready to cut funding to fucking they're not going to pay for shit unless they absolutely have to Mm-hmm. um wells fargo commits 60 billion dollars to increase african-american home ownership well fargo has announced a 60 billion dollar lending commitment to create at least 250,000 new african-american homeowners in an effort to address the lower home home ownership rates in the black community the banking and financial services company seeks to lend 60 billion dollars to qualified african-american consumers for home purchases by 2027 as well as to increase the diversity of the wells fargo home lending sales team with 15 million dollars to support a variety of initiatives that promote financial education and counseling over the next 10 years 
according to the u.s Census census bureau by the year 2024 75 of the expected 14 million 14 million new household renters and owners in the u.s will be diverse african americans are projected to represent 17 percent or the third largest segment of the new households wells fargo's 60 billion dollar lending goal can contribute to economic growth by making responsible home ownership possible for more african americans in communities across the country says brad blackwell executive vice president and head of housing policy at home ownership growth strategies for wells fargo in a press statement we are proud to be the first uh, mortgage lender lender i'm sorry mortgage lender uh to make a public commitment to help increase african-american home ownership and we are grateful for the support of key housing and civil rights organizations who work alongside us to increase economic prosperity in our communities joining wells fargo in this effort in the national association of real estate is uh brokers composed of african-american and real estate professionals the organization has set a home ownership goal along with two of the nation's most influential civil rights organizations the naacp and the national urban league the national urban league provides home owner home buyer education and counseling through its network of affiliate offices across the country home ownership can uh it has become an indispensable part of being a full participant in american society says national urban league president and ceo mark h morial in a release statement an erosion of home ownership rates among african americans represents not only a devastating financial loss but a barrier to full participation in the american dream um all right we will see what'd you give ben carson zero to a hundred Oh, that nigga a hundred. A hundred for me as well. What about this with Wells Fargo? And right now it's a twenty-five. Uh, we're mm. just gonna have to see because okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear your promises, but we're gonna see this in action. Um, and a lot of banks, include I think, including you, have got sued for discrimination against brown people um a lot of housing market i'm pretty sure you and other people issue loans mm-hmm. a lot of these people who can't even qualify to get your loans no more and financial debt they got got their credit destroyed can't purchase a house right now lost their lost their shit through you so um uh, and also uh i always take this back to trump with trump in office everything's unpredictable so you making this promise does not mean anything until I see the results. What are going to be the results? And what are your standards? And how many black people are you going to deny because they don't meet your qualifications, whatever your qualifications are? Pretty sure your standards are are, are going to be very high. So I oh like like what is the price range? Are you just saying black people in general? Are you talking minority black people? Uh, like 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 where? I'm, I I guess I need more I need more detail about what you're going to do in this promise. Other than we're going to give more black people loans. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm glad that they uh they provided so much detail because I I mean I didn't finish reading the article. I got more then. Okay. Um so they also want to review remove the barriers to uh wealth building uh they gave kudos to well fargo's 60 billion dollar loan commitment the bank is the first financial institution to acknowledge publicly black americans wealth building potential which could be greatly improved through home ownership said ron cooper president of the national association of real estate brokers in the statement n-a-r-e-b welcomes their entry into the struggle to close the ever-widening wealth gap for black americans and looks forward to having wells fargo as a partner in nareb's two million new black homeowners in five years program 
uh according to nareb 2016 commission study the state of housing in black america housing finance industry barriers such as credit scoring models the lack of affordable housing inventory the economic constraints like unemployment and underemployment contributes to the low home ownership uh among african americans in addition the barriers to home ownership in black communities include the costs associated with accessing mortgage credit uh limited funds for down payments and lender aversiveness uh averseness uh to extending credit to consumers with lower credit scores and smaller down payments additional research concludes that the lack of exposure to generations of long-term home ownership and persistence of myths about home buying may keep future home buyers on the fence uh home financing options despite these factors wells fargo has learned through a series of consumer surveys by ipsos public affairs that african americans view home ownership positively the 2016 survey reveals 86 percent of all americans say home ownership is a dream come true with 79 percent of african american surveys saying it's essential for building families and 51 percent considering buying a home in two years wells fargo offers a number of home financing financing options including your first your first mortgage a home buyer education incentive that offers a down payment as low as three percent for fixed rate loans for veterans a va loan requires no down payment how moreover wells fargo is the exclusive provider of the union plus mortgage program which offers benefits for most union members and their families the neighborhood lift program offers down payment assistance to low and moderate income home buyers so i guess those are the programs they're going to use to try to help still feel the same our score hasn't changed we will see you know because a lot of times um and 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 not that they're not going to do it not that their intentions aren't right but at the end of the day you're a business so this makes you look good with you know you're not doing this just i mean because. there should be a business center i don't expect businesses to not be businesses when dealing with black people i expect them um to recognize us as potential customers because we right, are right. and to treat us as such i'm with you um i'm still on the fence just more about the fact that y'all have a history of racial discrimination um the industry has a history of racial discrimination now this may be the first step in trying to right that wrong this Which may be you know the fact that essentially the housing crisis was on the backs of low-income mostly black people that uh were targeted by these companies uh because of their lack of essentially home ownership and financial literacy and um the fact that they could make uh short-term profits off of these people um so yeah i'm wary uh but i think they're making some really good steps i think having um some black organizations uh involved in this process it, i know it eases my worry like i would consider buying a house through this program when i wouldn't through another bank or something Not because enough. you have right. black people in a position that um you know who've historically had uh, organizations to help black people get houses um that are looking out for you i'd rather i go through that before i go through say bank of america or something and i hopefully this challenge will resonate throughout the industry and other banks will say well they're competing for this black these black dollars and we need to start competing as well um you know because i think 
for for my point of view i would like assurances that hey i'm getting a good interest rate right i'm getting a competitive uh you know my down payment uh you know is i'm is 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 reasonable compared to my counterparts um that i'm not being docked for being black even though my credit score is good those are things that that black people have to worry about when buying homes man like we read just last week an article about how black people buying homes can actually uh hurt their financial standing and ability to to generate wealth mm-hmm. uh now that article glossed over white flight i i was aware of it we definitely talked about it at the moment but the point the point being um a home is a, a major financial decision for people mm-hmm. and i want to go into that decision knowing that i'm not being discriminated against you know so right they're making all the steps that i think would make me interested in being like well let me stop renting and look at a house um where i wouldn't do that for just anybody to be honest and that's true and my thing is i i approve of this i think it's good i actually think it's wonderful i i i i think that more banks big and small across the board i think actually in my opinion this right here should be industry standard because you're talking about billions of dollars that, that they're losing because they won't even look at us um so uh or just brown people in general um and i hope this stops a lot of the uh discrimination that every so often you hear about banks uh being sued class action lawsuits so i hope that lessons have been learned people have gotten their shit together and so yeah i think that this would be something that i would consider only time will tell like that's my biggest thing only time will tell yeah i'm not yeah this is yeah i mean sometimes people have got to fuck up to do right right like i don't think they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart they're a fucking bank you know what i mean but i'll take the right shit out of y'all fucking up then Correct. y'all continuing to just exploit that community even further and we'll see what happens you know i think they took the right steps in involving the right people i do too i do too for the for the fact that you involve people of color in some way shape form or fashion shows uh a, a commitment versus you doing this and you have no uh connection with the uh community that you're targeting yep and personally i just feel like maybe black people need to go back to the projects where they can be voluntarily housed uh, as i like to call it low budget housing that we prospered in so for so long for so many generations uh all right let's uh let's get into um some uh guest race no no white people news today we've been talking long enough mm-hmm. we covered um whatchamacallit being cautious yeah <laughs> now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one tame show going across all of america where we find different news articles and we have the audience including karen guess the race of the people involved and of course the audience and including karen are racist all right let's get right into it of course guess the race is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin 
step your game up when it comes to this shaving thing okay you need to get yourself clean so that you can be out here looking and feeling good man and they are now offer a la carte services man okay if you go to getbevel.com slash tbgwt you'll see what i'm talking about but you can either sign up there become a brand new subscriber or like i said go and get like i ran out of um shaving cream uh but i had the other the other creams i still had everything so you can email them you can call them you can go to their website and you can just order it I, or they have like different packages you can just order just to hey i want to stock back up on this on uh the three different creams and i'm good i just want to buy another razor i just need to restock up on that you know you can even go buy like three different razors like um they got all kinds of options there at the website get slash tbgwt go sign up if you haven't um if you need you know a good razor or something go do it because like i said it helps the show out tremendously um and uh they're one of our favorite sponsors mm-hmm. and they are uh constantly um you know um evaluating the relationship so you want to make sure that you support us like for people that you know are like i don't want to be premium or i can't do this or well this do you need to shave right if you need to shave shave with bevel so that you help the show out you know um and they will continue to sponsor us all right um let's get into the the guest race an insane clown posse fan in wisconsin was sentenced to three and a half years in prison after he chopped off his friend's pinky and drank her blood in a ritualistic memorial for a fallen juggalo for a fallen juggalo jonathan scrap 24 of wisconsin appeared in brown county courtroom friday for a sentencing hearing in december he pleaded no contest to, this, to second degree reckless injury over the august 27th incident at his house just north of green bay along with the prison sentence a green bay judge ordered scrap to serve four and a half years of extended supervision and probation there where where do you go with this how can this happen how can this even happen in green bay judge john p zakowski said in court seemingly flabbergasted by the details of the violent crime in august 2016 scrap and a group of friends including local rapper bloody ruckus were celebrating the life of a fellow juggalo who had died a year before what an unfortunate name what uh bloody ruckus Ruckus, Mm -hmm. right i mean apropos the group's only female 27 year old sheldon neons told uh cops that they had been talking about blood a blood drinking coat ritual and reportedly she volunteered to let scrap drink her blood uh with her consent scrap who proudly displays tattoos showing his devotion to insane clown posse made a one inch cut in her right forearm with a machete video of the entire exchange surfaced on youtube she was bleeding profusely the complaint complaint uh states john filled up a shot glass with her blood and drank up blood yet the group wanted more and soon began thinking about severing a finger neons who told police she did not use drugs or alcohol before the event volunteered her pinky okay now why is he in jail if she said cut off my pinky he took a couple strikes with the machete taking the pinky clean off on the second one all the way to the palm john then placed the finger in his freezer where he said he would cook it and eat it later i guess he wanted some God. sorry guys i gotta do it finger foods oh oh baby he wanted that pinky on the rocks 
you know what his favorite uh you know what his favorite snack is what's that lady fingers <sighs> he like he like his pinkies like he like his eggs over easy mm. i don't even know what that one is supposed to mean but i know what you want I, I know but oh okay ah! you, I, you got it you got it i, I, I played the sound okay i don't know what else you want from me i didn't say it had to make sense now that was not <laughs> part of the rules well i guess i gotta hand it to you <laughs> ah, ah, i didn't know it was adding logic to this okay uh john <laughs> the group then attempted to stop the bleeding by using a car cigarette lighter which failed what then they used a blowtorch what her boyfriend later saw the injuries she had a boyfriend hanging out with these motherfuckers and his mother made her go to the emergency room cops were called to the hospital where staff thought she had been initiated into some sort of code 27 year old insisted the ritual was voluntary and didn't want anyone to be charged police arrested scrap and his childhood friend nick labs who had been at the party Labs was released after questioning bloody ruckus whose real name is preston high 23 have been charged with second degree reckless injury and mayhem and connection but has yet to be sentenced in the video that surfaced online scraps first swing failed to fully amputate the pinky and high can be heard in the background saying finish it uh all right karen uh guess the race of these people white going with white huh let's see just gonna go out on limb let's see what the chat room wants to I say mean, the race i would be shocked if it's anybody else scrap paper white one says sentenced to probation instead of jail is a dead giveaway also insane clown posse white well it's not young bloody ruckus or little Ru- bloody ruckus so i'm gonna say white ah white millennials who got confused over the phrase getting the digits ah! uh you said juggalo white the correct answer is white everyone got it i'll put his picture in the chat so you skip one dirty shiftless wigger oh there you go i'll put uh oh picture. no yeah you can see it too huh oh no oh, oh what's what's it what i don't know what's happening a party on top and dress and well, i don't what is happening here there's something about this guy he don't use bevel something about this guy i just can't put my finger on it Mm-hmm. there's a lot going on here yep can't believe they fingered in front of the crime i don't see how she pointed him in the right direction <laughs> all right let's get to uh the next one um let's see who we're gonna talk about how about uh officials arrest a reporter and eight bomb threats on a jewish community 
a former journalist is accused of making eight bomb threats to jewish institutions in an attempt to harass a former girlfriend according to the fbi uh in the publication uh the federal bureau of investigations Can worked with, with a hate crime i hope they did go ahead with the story okay work with the new york police department and new york state police to arrest juan thompson friday morning in st louis missouri on one more one count of cyber stalking according to the fbi press release thompson 31 allegedly stalked a woman by making the threats in her name to jewish community centers and the anti-defamation league's new york headquarters court documents said the charge carries a maximum of five years in prison the fbi is still investigating the waves of calls to jewish community centers across the country spokeswoman samantha sherrill told the huffington post they have not identified the suspect or suspects who made more than 100 threats thompson's first alleged threat came nine days after the first wave of bomb threats hit the jccs across the country the majority of those bomb threats which as of friday add up to at least 103 at 77 jewish community centers and nine jewish schools have come in five ways thompson made his final threat february 20th according to court documents 12 centers uh received threats that same day but authorities consider the cases unrelated so this is a different shit mm-hmm. so some of those are just racist probably inspired by trump and the rest are just you know thompson originally began harassing the woman in july that she ended their relationship um on july 27th thompson allegedly sent an email to the victim's employer at a social service organization in the greater new york area claiming that she'd been pulled over for drunk driving and was being sued for spreading sexually transmitted diseases in october anonymous email sent to the woman's employer and later traced to thompson said she has sexually transmitted diseases and accused her of having child pornography the fbi complaint said as early as november investigators with the st louis police department said that nypd began investigating thompson about the accusations thompson then made eight bomb threats to jewish institutions over the course of a month authorities said sometimes he'd make the threats in his own name other times he'd make them in the victim's name and then claim she was trying to frame him according to the fbi he sent the first threat via email to the jewish history museum in manhattan on january 28th on february 1st he allegedly threatened a jewish school in manhattan twice and another jewish school in farming hills michigan once he allegedly threatened a jcc in manhattan on february 7th and a jcc in san diego on february 20th and sent an email to the, on the you could have found another girlfriend taking all this motherfucking time come on just get on tinder okay and send an email actually don't no no one get out of the gene pool and sent an email to the council on american islamic relations to threaten a jewish center in dallas on february 21st thompson is also accused of sending an email to the adl the adl of american defense league i guess um on february 21st saying the woman is behind the bomb threats against jews she lives in nyc is making more bomb threats tomorrow the next day the adl got a phone call from a person claiming that explosive materials have been placed at his office in manhattan according to the fbi court documents mention a tweet from february 24th in which thompson accuses this nasty racist hashtag white girl of sending a bomb threat in my name the depend the defendant allegedly caused havoc and expending hundreds of hours of police and law enforcement resources to respond and investigate these threats said police commissioner for new york uh james p o'neill in february 2016 thompson was fired from his job as a reporter at the intercept an online investigative news publication launched in 2014 and the outlet discovered he had fabricated quotes an investigation in the Thompson's reporting turned up three instances in which quotes were attributed to people who said they had not been interviewed. In one instance, he featured a person in a story who said he said was the cousin of Dylan Roof, the white supremacist who murdered nine members of a church congregation in South Carolina. The man Thompson claimed that quote is Scott Roof doesn't even exist. Ah! Ah! Ha! 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 
a retraction at the top of thompson's article now reads after speaking with two members of dylan Roos family the intercept can no longer stand by the premise of this story both individuals said they do not know of a cousin named scott roof in a statement friday the intercept said it was horrified to learn the charges against the former employee these actions are heinous and should be fully investigated and prosecuted the publication said the adl and the jewish community center association of north america both praised the fbi for its arrest noted that they're planning a wider probe into the rest of the threats fbi director james comey reportedly met with jewish leaders friday morning to reassure them that the agency is still pounding the pavement well karen guess the race of oh, what was his name juan m thompson this is a hard one very difficult i'm not envy you you know what i'm going black karen's going black let's check the chat room blacksican says black rob latin first name anglo last name i'm using the julio jones theorem and calling his spade colored black 4chan honky says dostax just saw get out black <laughs> yes <laughs> no 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 uh the correct answer is and most of you got it he's black couple people missed it yep that's one and then he got a frederick douglas part in his hair too shame that's with the white girls out here stalking and blaming shit on charging with all of the crimes attacking jewish people can't believe he was ever in charge of investigating anything right all right let's do the last one guys all right time to go to the bonus round which means this music double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two let's see if she can keep the streak going you nervous yet buddy i am oh good good that's what i like to hear a man is accused of unwanted toe sexing and foot toe sucking and foot massages at a toledo mall Hmm. a man is accused of taking off a woman's shoe and sucking her toes without permission at ohio mall and he's now accused of massaging the feet of other women without their consent oh i mean if it's consensual one thing but if it's not that's a whole nother thing joseph jones of toledo was in uh court tuesday to face menacing and sexual imposition charges he told a judge he's being targeted after earlier pleading not guilty to sexual imposition oh oh so it's a conspiracy they just happen to want you so bad huh all these women all these women just throwing their feet up in your face and say suck my toes all of them i guess he going by the nate parker casey affleck uh, corollary court documents show he was first accused of sucking the toes and kissing the cheek of a store employee at a toledo mall in december oh two women who work at the same store then came forward to say jones took off their shoes and began massaging their feet another woman says he grabbed her foot jones has been banned from the mall guess the race of joseph jones karen white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh tomosexual joe white 
shout out to karen oh uh uh al bundy jr (laughs) ha al bundy jr black i think my dude jj is black damn rex ryan needs a job asap (laughs) involuntary toe sex uh what race is that though black rob his ass is black and ooh. <laughs> Why are y'all all saying black? Do black men love sucking people's toes without permission? Is this a stereotype I have not been aware of uh, all this time? A lot of people like sucking toes. Just get permission. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't know this was our thing. Anyway, y'all right. He's black. Which does mean, Karen, my beautiful bride, you was wrong. Two out of three ain't bad. That's the face of the damn homosexual right there. Oh, no. No, Mm no, no. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Yep. Now, I'm not. I'm gonna get my toes up. You gotta do better than that. This, my friend. I'm not a tomophobe, but I I cannot support this man's lifestyle. I'm sorry, y'all. I try to be (laughs) open minded, and I I try not to be tomophobic and judge, uh, but that that's too much for me. Okay, guys. Um. All right, let's get into the sword ratchetness. Okay. Karen blew a load on the last one, and it's sad. It happens that way. You want to do one more? Yes. All right. Give you one more time. Thank you. One more chance. Uh, Let's see. How about this one? Caddo Animal Shelter employee is accused of having sex with a dog. White. Shreveport, Louisiana. Caddo Parish Animal Shelter kennel worker is out on bond after her arrest of on a charge of crimes against nature and a former cps employee cpas employee is accused of recording the act on video oh it's two of them how the fuck do you get another person involved in your fucking a dog like one person seems like a lot when it comes to dog sex and then another person being like you know what i could be into that what you need a cameraman uh peter to be on top of my animal rights Peter might be into this. I don't know. I don't know what Peter how Peter gets down. They might be like animals just like you. You can fuck them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A Caddo Parish animal shelter kennel worker is out of jail after allegedly having sex with a dog. A former shelter employee is accused of recording the alleged incident. Selena Cabrera is charged with crimes against nature. Uh, we're looking for Selena. Uh, we're working on us today. We just want to give you our chance to say KSLA News 12's Shane Wright went to the home of Cabrera, Cabrera this morning. A man who answered the door asked our crew to leave and did not comment on the allegations. Cabrera was arrested on Friday in connection with the case. A parish spokesperson confirms Cabrera was placed on administrative leave before her arrest. The spokesperson also tells us Shreveport police called animal shelter officials to pick up the dog in connection with the case. Now, former animal shelter employee Booker Thomas Jr. is charged with principal to crimes against nature. He's accused of recording the alleged act. All right, Karen, guess the race white karen's going with white 
chat room what do you guys think oh that's why shaggy didn't want velma's fine ass white wants the dog fur to be wet like her back wow this what this time we'll do it to you style latin dog lover gotta get that green card by any means latina mm. uh the correct answer is and all y'all that said latina y'all wrong she was white karen you're right now if the dog would have been a black lab then that's interracial porn we all know this oh no mm-hmm yeah that's her right there but the fact you had an accomplice ain't no nigga gonna be like nigga come here and call me fuck this animal well i don't know this her this her accomplice oh <laughs> he look kind of black to me Aww. got some black in him though i know that much we wasn't guessing his race <sighs> messing with them white girls out here recording them having sex with dogs and get out was right you end up in all kinds of bad situations all right uh <laughs> uh last thing we do before we get out of here gotta talk about sword ratchetness guys um here we go a man who allegedly held up a convenience store was brandishing what witnesses originally described as a knife but police took the 18 year old into custody and recovered a sword with a two and a half foot long blade instead that's a pretty big difference no one was injured the robbery took place at airport variety just before 10 a.m monday uh sanford police department sergeant matthew jones said a man later identified as seamus malone white was reported to have stolen alcohol and cigarettes from the store and then confronted by store personnel malone allegedly brandished what was appeared described as a knife uh vigilant witnesses observed malone going to the wooded area of an airport road and then into the viewing pines apartment said jones in a statement police personnel converged on the apartment complex in a short period of time malone was located in one of the apartments and was taken into custody without incident the knife malone was believed to have displayed during the incident was a cover in the snowbank next to the apartment complex jones said it turned out to be a sword oh. he's, he's being held in york county jail on five thousand dollars bail and it said in the early morning hours of monday prior to the airport va- variety robbery malone was charged with theft at little mart another south sanford convenience store and he's getting all of them all right we'll be back tomorrow our guest will be chelsea from gridiron girl gals uh which is on the cspn network um and we'll be reviewing the walking dead so can't wait for that um believe it's at seven so i can't wait for that we'll see you guys then until then i love you i love you too